Hello, 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 and welcome back to Life by Ben Short. Let's go. So, brand new episode. Today, I think we're something like we're talking about something that we haven't really mentioned, really. Like, obviously, a lot of the stuff I talk about when it's like mental health, how to deal with it, it's a lot of like science, a lot of proven like therapies, all this type of stuff. And today, it's going to be more like why I do, like what I've taken from that science and from the research. And use that into my daily life. You know, what I do basically, my coping mechanisms. I think that's what the um, title will be for today. What are my coping mechanisms? <laughs> long word, long word. <laughs> it's a bit late as well. I'm recording this a bit late because obviously moving to London, it's quite noisy. I'm hoping no really noisy cars go past today because that would be rather annoying. And um, yeah, so I'm going to talk about like what I used to do, and then obviously through this growth period I've had over the last year, what I do now, and the difference, and what the difference are between the two. So I also used to spend a lot of money, <laughs> um, not to show off whatever, but I used to like travel a lot, I used to go out a lot, like, I love drinking, partying, meeting people, da 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 and I love shopping, like all these type of things was like a lot of ego boost, um, a lot of like people would call it dopamine chasing, and that was really just a massive distraction. Um, it was the main po- like it's the same purpose um, as what I do now, but it was just did, did it differently. And you know, I didn't really understand what anxiety was and what was going in my head really. So a lot of the things I did was just like if I'm happy, then there's nothing. There's nothing wrong. That makes sense. But there was a lot wrong, <laughs> which I just let build up because I just kept doing more shopping more traveling more going out more drinking that was a big thing for me um a lot of dopamine chasing was alcohol fueled and um if you want to call it that um yeah that's then led to a bad spiral where these coping mechanisms at least spending money um didn't actually match what was going on with my anxiety so the anxiety was more than the coping mechanism and then that meant that it all went wrong. <laughs> and it's why this whole growth period started, which I guess is like a blessing in disguise, you know, because obviously now I'm more inclined to do things more naturally, which is what I look to do um, from now and in the future. So obviously now, uh, the first thing I do when uh, I have an anxiety spike or I don't feel myself or I feel a bit like dizzy or anything really, I go for a walk. Um, normally in nature like obviously in london there's not too much nature but there's a bit of a quiet area near me um we'll go for a 15 20 minute walk and what you're doing there really is one stretching your muscles obviously and you're using energy obviously when you have anxiety and an anxiety attack you're basically producing all these chemicals these adrenalines uh cortisols and all this stuff there's a lot of energy you need to burn that off so what i do is go for a little walk fifth not nothing crazy but 15 20 minute walk and this obviously stretches your muscle your legs and if you do a bit of arm stretches while you're doing it it's all good um obviously big muscle big core muscles in your legs obviously use a bit more energy so walking's great for that and obviously the nature side of it is do you know i think there's a feel good part of nature like if you are in nature a bit being one with nature that kind of calms you down that soothing effect uh, if it is a bit of a breeze or a bit of wind that's quite nice uh, for me anyway like cool you cool you down a bit i think cooling down effect is quite nice um after so i said the 15 20 minutes walk uh, then i get back in after that i'll go for a shower um two main things like one's to relax the muscles obviously hot you i normally use hot water 
Uh, some people do use cold water. That's more like a shock effect. So you're kind of shocking your body uh, back to its normal state, kind of. But for me, I prefer a bit of a hot, a hot water effect. This relaxes the muscles. I'll give myself a bit of a massage, like in the neck, the shoulders, um, the traps, all this type of stuff. A lot of where like energy is built up and a lot of stiffness. Um, a bit of a massage, a bit of warm water. Um, that's the first purpose. And the second purpose is a bit of a cleanse, you know. I almost imagine I'm washing off the anxiety. Um, I've just done that now. It was like, so effective for me. I don't, it, obviously, if you haven't done that before, maybe try it. Like, obviously, if you have a, don't make like a massive water bill, um, if, like, obviously, don't use it. It's like, if you need it, you need it. I guess, like, if you want to do it, do it. <laughs> I'm not going to judge you. or You can just choose what you want to do. But, um, yeah, like... The shower effect is just like cleansing off, like scrub, like wash your hair, wash your face, wash your body, da, 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 you know, obviously just wash everywhere, basically. And imagine you're scrubbing off that anxiety and then you'll see that effect where the anxiety will just flush through you and it'll be like, it's almost flushing down the drain with the water and there's other bubbles and the soap, whatever you call it. Um, and obviously after that, I'll change what I'm wearing. That gives that freshness effect, like fresh smells. Obviously, um, anxiety is very sensory as well, like smells, what you see, what you hear. Um, so obviously, if you're like, wearing something fresh, nice, you just feel nicer, you know, feel a bit more relaxed. And yeah, um, that's why I do. And if it obviously, the, 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 after this, I'd say it's probably been like 30 to 45 minutes. If there's still a bit of anxiety there or I'm still overthinking, uh, it's a big one for overthinking, actually. If you are an overthinker, I honestly sympathise with you. I overthink about pretty much everything. To even just breathing sometimes is a bit weird, but um, some hopefully someone can relate to that. Um, but staring at something, staring at a leaf. Outside my flat, there's a bit of a tree, so uh, I'll pick one leaf. Um, a new thing that I learned on Instagram, funny enough, Instagram's a great place to learn about mental health because there's a lot of people who suffer and then learn about it and then they, they post it. So if you, Instagram's a great thing. Um, but yeah, like, that's what I learned on there is that if you don't move your eyeballs, you will stop overthinking because you'll just think about what you're looking at. Like, your brain's like, what are you staring at? Like, it's almost like two parts of your brain. One part's like staring at it, like they're... Like they're cognitive part and then the other part the emotional part is like what are you doing like why is and it's like oh nothing's wrong i'm just staring at a leaf um <laughs> uh, or wherever you want to choose like you can choose maybe um something in your room maybe a door handle or um something outside like i don't know like maybe a plane's going past maybe that's a good i don't know if that works but maybe you're staring at a plane going past that's quite calming maybe um unless you're a phobia of planes and don't do that <laughs> but um yeah, let's start this, like, leaf out my summer flat. That's probably like 5, 10, 15 minutes maximum. Nothing too major. Uh, also, for me, like, looking out the window, as I said, that breeze effect, that bit of wind, a bit of, to cool you down after the hot shower. Um, it's quite nice for me. Um, and, yeah, like, as I mentioned, the old um, mechanism we used to use were all about distraction. Um, after that, so this has now been about nearly an hour, uh, all these, these steps I've taken, um, after I then get a distraction where will be I'll save videos up or TV series or movies that I want to watch on Netflix, YouTube, whatever. Um, I'll save these up and I'll write them down a list in my notes, on my anxiety notes. And basically, what I do is I then put it on. So like you, you can obviously 
watch something new that you're looking forward to watch or something old that you've already seen before. It's like I think a lot of people with depression, anxiety, all these things, they like they say they love. I think I mentioned this before in the podcast. But they say uh, people like this uh, with problems, they love watching something like they've seen before, and that's because they know what happens at the end. So they know it's like a, a guarantee of what happens. Even if it's a sad ending, they know what you know what's going to happen. So it's like a almost a comfort blanket, like. Oh, I've seen this before. I know what happens. There's no shock here. There's no shock value. I'm going to be fine. It's going to be all good. Um, and everything really I'm talking about here is about is your body clock, really. Because as I said, it's more about natural calmness than distraction. But obviously, it's distraction. But it's giving that time uh, for your body to fix itself and get regulate, regulated or what's happening and get them cortisol and adrenaline levels back down, get their drop. And then get you feeling back to normal, really. Um, and you get that mind to calm. You know, if obviously, if your mind is racing and your body is like adrenaline pumped, going crazy, then you obviously need that time to calm down. Because obviously, let's say you were fighting a lion or a bear in the wild, you would want that like adrenaline, obviously, to save you. You need to run or you need to fight or whatever. Um, and obviously, adrenaline is very important for that. That's basically what's happening. Uh, but obviously, there's no threat really, um, unless like there's maybe you are fighting bear. Then yeah, fight the bear and hopefully you survive. <laughs> um, but yeah, like obviously, and also a lot of people say to uh, a lot of people ask me that. But it's a second wind effect, um, which is a bit weird to explain. But if I explain it, maybe it's a bit better. But like a bit other people. But for me, my adrenaline comes in two waves. The first wave not so bad, and then the second wave is like more impactful. And I think that's because like say I've been fighting a bear. Fly and then my adrenaline goes down. I then need more adrenaline to then run away, if that makes sense, and then just like to keep my body alive, basically. And I think that's what that is. Like the second wave will come in, and I'm like, wow, what? I used to think it was quite scary because I'm like, oh, my anxiety calmed down for like two minutes, and then two minutes later, it's like bang, like this whole new wave of adrenaline. I'm like, wow, what is going on? I think there's something wrong because like my anxiety stopped, but it's just a second wave of anxiety. So as I said, that survival instinct. Um, but yeah, um, I prefer, like, for me anyway, when I'm watching something, I just prefer, like, something longer, but binge watching can like, also work. Like, I do that for Rick and Morty. If you are a Rick and Morty fan, big up. Um, but Rick and Morty, yeah, like, it's been like 25 to 30 minute episodes. I watched, like, maybe one or two of them, and by that, it's been like two hours. My anxiety's calmed down. I feel pretty quite tired, so I get a bit of water, a bit of food. Um, food's a bit iffy with me because of, like, problems i had before of eating and stuff but like if like obviously with your adrenaline and stuff your digestion does shut down but hopefully after two hours you can get like if you just some bread or a little snack you know what i mean um anything like that can like just like boost your energy and just give you a bit of energy to like afterwards because it's very draining when you have anxiety um because i said like you, you're burning up all this energy um and basically like I just want to say that like, you don't have to just watch something. You can like read a book, um, anything really, anything that's like a hobby for you. And as I said, like last time, in the last podcast, what's your interest? Use your interest as a distraction, like to help you get through the bad times. You know, because anxiety is a bad time. It sucks. Like honestly, it really sucks. Um, and yeah, like really to conclude today's episode, I just want to say like old pleasure for me was like a mask for what was going on like it was a distraction um and a bad distraction i guess 
the drinking, the partying, the shopping, da, 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 da. all this stuff was just like an ego boost to get that dopamine to get throughout through the day. Whereas a new a new one, as I said, is more uh, calm the body and the mind naturally. And time is a healer, I promise you, in the long term and the short term. Like I'd say right now, an hour and a half ago, I was in a massive anxiety, anxious state. An hour and a half later, I'm recording a podcast about what happened, you know, and I can talk normally. I'm fine. My body feels fine. And it's like, I'm going to go to sleep now. And yeah, like back to normal, basically. Um, you probably wouldn't even realize I had anxiety now, an hour and a half ago. You know what I mean? Um, but it was a long time as well. I understand that I was there like eight months ago. I was having 10 panic attacks a day, anxiety through the roof, stress through the roof, everything going crazy, nosebleeds all the time headache everything was going mad like it was it was crazy but i i, I can sympathize with you if you are in that place then i'm I, i'm sorry because it sucks and like especially if people don't believe you and stuff like that that's why i suffered with like a lot of people didn't like understand what was going on i understand you i promise um it gets better it just needs time to time to heal time for your um like what's the word almost like your your like sensitivity, your sensitivity, almost like senses like to calm down because they are hyper, like hyper all the time because of the anxiety. So when that comes down, you'll see that come down. You'll naturally see it come one, two, three, four, five, six months. It will slowly come down that level, that bottle, which is fueled and full of anxiety, adrenaline, panic wherever will slowly drop 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 back to a normal level and then you can start doing the things you love again and going out and seeing people and da, 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 da. so yeah thanks for listening hope you haven't had a good week and i'll see you on wednesday goodbye mm-hmm.